provide a platform for independent voices with your support. All WHIV hosts and DJs are volunteers. We do this service for the community because now more than ever, we need a radio station dedicated to human rights and social justice. Consider becoming a member of WHIV by setting up a recurring donation of any amount you wish. If you can donate a dollar a month, that's great. If you have the means to donate more, that's amazing too. Or you can help our station by buying a WHIV t-shirt, hoodie, or mug from our online store. Simply go to whivfm.org and click Donate or Store. Thank you for your continued support. We're not a radio station with a mission. We're a mission mission with a radio station. station. End End all wars. And also, let's just do this. Preventing HIV is easy. Get prep. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health location in New Orleans. Uh, Access has a new location in downtown New Orleans at the Pythian Building where individuals may be seen for diagnosis and treatment for HIV, STIs, and PrEP. Plus, all Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for discounted medications through our pharmacy. So, find the nearest location near you. Uh, uh, find, to find the nearest location near you, log on to accesshealthla.org. Oh, God, this is too early in the morning. Oh, and Griggs and I have a, <laughs> Griggs yeah. and I have a uh, aversion to the mornings. Yeah. So to find the location Unless nearest you, log words. on to accesshealthla.org. That's accesshealthla.org. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. Good morning. We are very, that's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. We are very happy. Uh, I think our shows are, are uh, online right now. You can find all of our shows archived at WHIVFA. Org. Go to On Demand. <laughs> One more sip of coffee. <laughs> Go to On Demand. You'll see a tab at the top that says On Demand. You'll see a, a link uh, uh, under the On Demand for Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving. You'll find all our shows there. Uh, last week we had a, two weeks ago we had Dr. Adora Cooley. Uh, she talked about her experiences uh, in Nigeria and, and, and single-handedly likely uh, preventing the uh, Ebola outbreak from uh, uh, transferring through uh, to uh, West Africa. Last week, uh, Dr. Griggs and I had a very intense conversation uh, as well. But in the end, the conversation really centered around the amazing work that Doc Griggs is doing with the Doc Griggs Foundation. And today we are talking about heart health. Ooh, man, it's heart month. February, Valentine's Day. Aren't, aren't we all excited? Yay, Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Is that what the heart? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. How, how yeah. clever. How clever. This is my is happy Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, I can tell. I'm so excited. What, yeah. is, is it just because it's a manufactured? Yeah, it's a manufactured holiday. And then the stories and myths that surround it. Every day is supposed to be Valentine's Day, but you got it. So you buy all this stuff, and then you go the day after to the store, and it's 75% off. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's a lot of pressure. So there's so romance through roses does not work. Right? Uh, sure it Actually, does. That's a yes, good song title right dude, there. Ro- know, romance through roses. Romance through roses is great. I love it. Yes, definitely the key to. Is that next? Is that next? What is that? Is that? No, that's like uh, two days. Oh, that's in two. <laughs> <laughs> not just me. Mm. No, I don't. Mm. Uh, it, the way I like to think about it, uh, and, and I don't think I'm exaggerating by saying this, I like to think that every day is Valentine's Day with Leon and I. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, or yeah. at least that's the way, you know, I don't want to set whatever expectations no, are No, everyone for has their own. Right, everyone has their own thing, thing but. Just, I'm just, yeah. The idea, of, I, dude, I, I it's a bunch of unnecessary just, pressures. Just to show you how much I didn't even realize it was. <laughs> You're like, what is it? Next when week? is it? I thought it was next. I should have told him, yeah, folks. <laughs> yep, sure is. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you'll be you'll be uh, uh, glad to know <clears throat> that um, 
you won't be glad to know, but uh, somebody who I know very well, yeah. <clears throat> who I would typically celebrate Valentine's Day with, who yeah. refuses to get a flu vaccine every year oh. because she doesn't like the shots, yeah. is very likely homesick right now oh. with what maybe with what maybe the flu. Not and uh, and and I you know and I see and she's you, you never celebrate that she but is the flu shots work she's sick like uh, like sick sick like I mean it's it, I mean yesterday when I was I was looking at her and I was like this is this is not just a cold like no, this is cold. yeah and so and and you'll know that you have the flu when you see a snake and a bear <laughs> and an elephant <laughs> swimming up a river. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be able to live that down, man. No, the, you live through the, it. That's the, enough. The peak <laughs> moment of my sickness. Griggs makes fun of me. <laughs> I was, I was like, had he peed I, on a snake's foot and <laughs> snake's foot. <laughs> um, for those of you that are listening, a couple of weeks ago I told a story about how I got malaria yeah. uh, in the jungle. The malaria the, part, on I the, believe. On the Thai Burma border. And, and he, he raced an elephant up the river <laughs> in a anyway, swimming contest. I was in a very and jumped rural, out of the river and peed on part a snake's of the, I was on a rural part of the world. And, and Gregs, who probably hasn't left the confines of New Orleans in like 15 years, <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> that snakes have, get upset when you pee on their foot. Anyway. <laughs> but they're um, intimidated by their size, so they just... Was, Slither or swim I was away. in a sick the snake hunt hopped the- on the elephant and swam away. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, if there is a uh, if there's a silver lining here, I will say this: people who get the flu, yeah. uh, who don't get the flu shot, yes. they are the first in line next year <laughs> next year <laughs> for a uh, flu vaccine. So, uh, uh, so uh, best so wishes and much love. Better. Yes. Yeah. Much so, if better. you're tuning in, you are listening to one two point three WHIV LPFM. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Doctor Derry. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Doctor Derry, and we are talking about heart health. So, so, before we get there, Doc, I'm glad you you brought that up. I want to bring it up again. So, we were warning people about the flu. We were saying peak season. They said it's bad. That I. Why is the flu so dangerous? Why are we so adamant? Why do they even bother to make a vaccine for the flu? How dangerous and why, why, why are we so concerned? Well, um, as, as it, you know, these are complicated, uh, but the, th- there's a couple of reasons here, and it's layered and it's, and it's somewhat detailed, but I, we will try to simplify it. But the, the essence is here is that I think there's a language problem. And then there's a severity problem because it it oftentimes is very dangerous to extremes of age. So when we talk about language, we use the word flu for any old upper respiratory infection. Like they do in some countries with malaria. Like it's, 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 I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. I was not, I was trying to be serious. This is a very serious moment. Like if someone I know gets malaria, it's a big, huge deal. They're in a hospital I see you worried that's, about that's not, that's not always the case. Like, well, well you but we don't know. Immunity. But my point I is, know. We don't, so that, that's what you I want don't to know. <laughs> no, I don't know. You, you, I know. I, you, I, I've left New Orleans vicinity. Yeah, no. that's because the <laughs> snake bit you on the foot, or the elephant stepped on your head, or anyway. The, the, I want to talk about that. Like certain diseases, it, it, and it is a regional, cultural thing we take the the flu as though it's oh i had the flu last and it's really yes, not that, the flu. that's the problem and that's a kind of the same thing with the with malaria yes I mean, you hear about someone your next door neighbor getting malaria so that's, might that's, move. A, that's a very okay so that's a fair statement i understand the point that you're making yeah. right now all right so the essentially uh people who live in high malaria 
prevalence country. So areas where there's high prevalence or high, uh, a lot of people with a, a lot of people with malaria or a lot of mosquitoes with malaria. People who get the malaria and they've been getting malaria all their lives, they've developed a partial immunity to the actual parasite. So for them. Uh, so if, if a mosquito that had the malaria parasite and it fed on you and then went and fed on uh, somebody who was right next to you and they're, let's say they live in Nigeria uh, and have lived in Nigeria their whole life and you're visiting Nigeria, that same parasite that may not affect them uh, would put you in the hospital because you've never had malaria before. I'm presuming you've never had malaria before. But if you were going to go somewhere, if I would you, hope that you if would. I had you malaria. Would come, you, you would know about it. <laughs> Everybody would know about it. My mom would know about it. But Let I me would tell hope, you. I would hope that you would have come to me and I would have given you some uh, uh, some uh, malarone or something that actually prevents malaria. Yeah, malarone, all that. Yes. Because <laughs> there is chemoprophylaxis that could be used to prevent malaria. Anyway. The, 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 the point that Dr. Griggs is making, which I think is a very good one, is this, is that um, uh, that we don't use the word flu correctly. So when you use the word flu, make sure that you're talking about somebody with the flu. Otherwise, use something like influenza-like illness. And that's the actual CDC-defined uh, um, uh, term that they would like us, us being physicians, to use uh, when we're talking about upper respiratory infections. They would like to, for us to refer to them as influenza-like illness. So it's not the flu. And so what ends up happening is that people think, oh, the flu, I just, you know, I, I take a day off of work. I have the sniffles. I have a little bit of body aches. Maybe I have a little bit of fever. I bounce back in a day or two and no big deal. But the flu is a big deal. And that's the point that Dr. Griggs is trying to get to is that for those that are extremes of ages, so those that are particularly very young, babies, infants, newborns, and those that are on the upper uh, levels of uh, the age spectrum, somewhat like Dr. Griggs. I'm a little bit younger than Dr. Griggs. So. Yeah, see, that malaria is still, <laughs> there are residual effects. These are, these are what are called in medicine called vestiges. Say it with me, vestiges. It left the vestiges. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and so for those that are extremes of ages, and then when you add uh, comorbidities, other illnesses uh, as well. So a an 80-year-old uh, woman with uh, with diabetes, for example, who gets the flu, that, that could actually be quite debilitating and put her in a state of, um, of, of sepsis, potentially. Uh, what is sepsis? Sepsis is when you start to have multi-system organ failure. So th these diseases are very, are, very are, are, are quite severe and quite real. And New Orleans right now is, we're starting to see a lot of flu activity. And uh, this brings up a conversation that Doc Griggs and I need to have off air, but we need to start talking about VAMP for next yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, as Doc Griggs and I have a, a plan to um, st uh, start doing some very intensive uh, influenza uh, vaccine campaign starting next year, or starting this year, this year. Uh, in 2019. So all that being said, uh, lots of love and and uh, and well wishes to my Valentine. Uh, who oh, now, uh, now now yeah, suck it up now. He, he thought Valentine, but j just so you know, he thought Valentine's Day was next week. There you go. Yeah, all right. To, to my Valentine, who yeah. uh, is uh, oh. who's uh, at home uh, in bed, and I hope, uh, dear Valentine, it's really that thick in you, here. Right you uh, you will think very long and hard about getting that flu vaccine next Dude, year. Dude, how can you do that? Come on, man. <laughs> Hope you feel better. Happy Valentine. Yeah, now see, I told you. I told you. Come on. <laughs> I did actually try Clean to look. I, I did try to look for the the nasal uh, vaccine, but we could not get it in New Orleans. 
Let me ask you that about that though. So uh, that was really, really popular, and then all of a sudden, they people quit talking about. Well, it it, it, it there it wasn't it stopped it stopped uh, being available. I, I think it wasn't effective, and then this year they actually rolled it out again. And I don't think that um, there was nobody that I knew. I went to several pharmacies. I like tapped into my resources and my networks pretty mm-hmm. deeply to try to find it. Nobody could. Because the thing is with these vaccines, it's not like you can order just one and you can right, just get it overnight. Yeah. yeah, you have to order a bunch of them like six months ago is the way that these vaccines work. So when you go get a vaccine, that vaccine that you're getting was ordered like six months ago and was ordered in amidst a large batch. It's not like something like you could not just Not that it's six get. months old, but you had to order six months in advance yeah, to get it. Yeah, it probably is three it months old because they, old, they, yeah. they make they're those things. Right? Yeah, they're like making the them. few months. Yeah, they're making, in the next few months, they're going to be making the batch for, for 2019. But the one thing that vaccines are good for, and this is actually fascinating, this is something that you will appreciate. Yeah, All yeah, right, yeah. Um, now dun, dun, dun. watch me segue way into yeah, our here we go watch me segue you I've ready heard this for this before. all right you ready yeah right, get ready to be impressed okay people who get the flu people who get flu vaccines mm-hmm. have a especially when we're talking about an older population mm-hmm. so people like your age yeah, yeah like 50 want. and above yeah, right there you go <laughs> so your age i'm not 50 yet <laughs> uh, so uh people who get the uh who get the flu vaccine especially older individuals mm-hmm. are less likely to have strokes or heart attacks mm. In the next couple years, the what? flu vaccine. Yeah, you see, I told you you'd be interested. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, look at that! All of a sudden, uh, the snark okay. goes away with Doc Griggs, and now okay. he's interested, right? <laughs> so, people who get flu vaccines significantly are are protected mm-hmm. from any cardiovascular, so heart, or any cerebral vascular mm-hmm. or any brain diseases. So, heart attacks and strokes, yep. particularly. You want to know why? Yeah, I do. I bet you do. Yeah. Now, you're going to apologize for this. No, (laughs) because the snake told you this, right? (laughs) He didn't know this until he got bit by the snake, until he peed on the snake's foot. So uh, the reason is, is that uh, an inflammatory state, Mm -hmm. like all inflammatory states Mm -hmm. or immunologic states are Ah, are pro. Yeah, there you go. You got it. There it is. That's my, that's (laughs) it right there. That's him. It took Griggs three seconds. Name that tune. It it took two notes. Decreasing the inflammation. (laughs) Yes, keep going. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, isn't that interesting? That is, so, I'd never put that right. together. It's right. It's fascinating, right? Okay, so let me explain. Yeah, yeah. And let me explain the conversation Griggs and I just had <laughs> but without we talking. We had, but not had. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. So the when you get sick in a in a let's say in an immune uh, in an infectious disease, you launch a, a massive immune response, right? Yep. So uh, let's say with the flu, you're going to have a huge inflammatory response because inflammation and immunity are the same thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, we think of them as being separate, but, but they are actually two sides of the same coin. Right, right? right. So you get this huge inflammatory response. And as a result of that inflammatory response, that that inflammation, the chemicals that make inflammation and or immunity happen are chemicals that also create clots. It's prothrombogenic. That's a fancy word of just saying that it makes clots. It makes clots. The state of inflammation is more prothrombogenic. It makes you more likely to it create makes it, clots. Makes it st- Sticky. What happens is the reason that you get the inflammation when you have these uh, these immune reactions, there are chemicals that need to come to wherever the inflammation, the the offense takes place, which can be everywhere, right? So as those chemicals come, things around them expand. They have to right. expand, and as they expand, they get. St- Right. And they get sticky inside the blood vessels. Things naturally stick Stick. to them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And as the things continue to stick, they make clots. Stick begets stick. Stick begets stick. (laughs) That's real sticky. That's real sticky. (laughs) I like your stick with that. Yeah. 
I like your shtick. <laughs> Stick begets stick. Stick begets stick. That's, All right. That's our so, stick. So what is a heart attack and what is a stroke? Oh, what is a heart attack? A heart attack is a, an, an event that happens when your heart suddenly can't get enough oxygen to the muscles itself to do its job. And what causes that? Inflammation. Clots. Clots. Oh, the clots. Oh, oh I went all the way back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the sticky clots. The right. inflammation the, causes the a stick. stick. Begets stick. The stick begets stick. <laughs> and the stick begets stick that causes a clot that d- stops the blood flow. And it, it stops the. Actually, people don't realize that the heart is a muscle. And as a muscle, it needs blood flow in order to do its, it's job. job. Yeah. So the stick of it is the inflammation causes the sticky. Things to get sticky, and then the stick we get stick causes the clot, stops the blood flow, heart stops. Right. So what happens is that these clots form, even though if they're microscopic clots, we're not talking big clots. You right. certainly can't see some of these. But what happens is that as the uh, blood flows to the heart, mm-hmm. the arteries that carry those blood, uh, those the the blood, blood vessels, yep. they get smaller and smaller and smaller. Whereas the clot itself, that's traveling down the bloodstream, relatively gets bigger, bigger and bigger, bigger as the as, as the. As, if you can imagine standing in a room and the room just closing, if you've ever gone to like at a, a state fair or a carnival and they have those rooms where you walk in and it feels like the room's getting closing in on you, well, you're the same size, right. but the, that the size the diameter of the, the vessel or the room great is analogy. smaller and smaller to the point you can get right. stuck. You get stuck, right? <laughs> stick, stick, stuck. Right. You're stick, stick. <laughs> you're you stuck. get super sticky. <laughs> super sticky. <laughs> So what that is essentially a heart attack, That's right? Heart attack. And so what happens is that if now that happens pretty regularly, but if that blood vessel where there's a sticky clot that gets stuck, stuck that and it's that blood vessel feeds a large part of that heart muscle. If the heart can't get any, if the muscle can't get its food, the muscle stops working. And its food is oxygen and in the oxygen, form of blood. Blood. Yep. And once that happens, it's Stops. Right. It, it, it abru- the, the, first the, it shakes and then it stops. It gives you warnings. Hey, hey. hey. it's like a baby, right? The baby gets hungry. Look, I'm hungry. Look, I'm hungry. You know what? Wow! And that's exactly what happens in the heart. Yeah, is that what you used to do? You used to bring your, used oh, to yeah, put yeah. your fist together. I was real, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I, I, I got a, a visual. That, what does like, it call? The moreau? The moreau? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Craig, <laughs> Craig's gave me a... Uh, <laughs> wow! It's a heart attack. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Now, the same thing also happens to the brain. Now, once these areas of the heart, uh, in the heart, which is muscle, and the brain, which, of course, is tissue, which is made up of neurons, once those areas are infarcted, where there's no oxygen that comes to the area because of a clot. When they're infarcted means they're shut off from blood. Right. Infarcted. And once that happens, that's permanent damage. Yeah, they're basically dead. That area is dead. All right, and so what we try to do in medicine, in many many different ways, is trying to prevent the organs from dying. So that is a huge part of the role of any doctor. So had a, I was at a women's shelter and I talked about uh, the heart. I have a spiel I do about spiel about what I do about the uh, the heart, and I talked about the fact that the heart is the the central part of the circulatory system. Why they call it circulatory system? What's the root word? Circle. Everything in your body, all the blood vessels are created and makes a complete circle. And then I tell the story about how as a third year, I had my first weak need moment. Uh, I was at Charity Hospital and they had a guy that had gotten shot in the stomach and they do what's called, they do an exploratory laparotomy or they cut his stomach open, they run the bowel. He got shot with a 22 caliber gun. So they're, they're looking for bleeding. Yeah, they're looking for bleeding, but they're also and looking for the uh, shrapnel from the right. pellet, right? So they open up open up his stomach and they reach in and they literally take your hands and you run through the, 
they search and they run through the, the colon, intestine, the colon, and the whole nine stuff. They're well, looking for damage and stuff. I'd been, it was called a room four and I'd been through, I'd seen and done pretty much everything you can imagine in an ER, uh, up to emergency surgery. And as I thought it was so cool as a third year, I got to scrub in to help out. So I turned and then you, you turn, you put your gloves on and you turn with your hands up and they pull your tab on your robe. And I looked at the table and it was the strangest. Did go green? Oh my God. So what happened is they, they had cut him open and the monitor, they had his heart monitor on. So you could see his heart shape, boop, boop. Well, all of his intestines were beating to the same beat of what I was hearing and what I was seeing to his heartbeat. And it really just kind of everything hit home. Like, so, wow, that, so that's, a, that's all interesting. Connected. So, yeah, so it's all connected. So the reason why the 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 uh, organs that you could see because the, the abdomen was flayed open, flayed open was was reflecting the pulse of his of heart, his heart, right. which is why. And then I went further to yesterday explain, which is why you can take your pulse in your wrist. You can take it. Under your, your carotid, your carotid under right. your neck, you can feel it when you're running. You can, temporal, you can hear it. Temporal, temporal it's, and it's the same thing. So everything's connected. My point is that the same things that we described happening in the heart, if they happen in the brain, can kill the tissue as well. It's all connected, and it's inflammation inside the blood vessel that gets they're sticky. Right, the sticky affects everything. So if you're tuning in, you're listening to Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving with Doc Griggs and Doctor Derry. This is one of two point three WHIV LPFM. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Doctor Derry. We're talking about heart health, uh, as this is the Healthy Heart Month, uh, according <laughs> to somebody. Valentine's and, Day with a Valentine's bite. Day, and uh, <laughs> what we're actually talking about is fascinatingly enough, this amazing body of research that exists that the flu vaccine. Yeah. Uh, can prevent uh, it protects you for several years moving down the line uh, to uh, it prevents uh, cardiovascular and coronary uh, cardiovascular and cerebrovascular uh, events in the form of heart attacks exactly. or strokes so um, so the the corollary is true then is that people who don't get Uh-oh. yeah so people who don't get uh, vaccinated coming. for flu also, by comparison, have um, a higher rates of strokes and of heart attacks. And so one of the other kind of unforeseen, uh, uh, and there's a word I'm looking for, the serendipitous uh, mm-hmm. effects of a flu vaccine is the That's uh, a, oh, coronary, by the way. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, by the way. Yeah. Right. Is the coronary and cerebral vascular effects that it has in that it protects that inflammatory response from occurring. And then when that inflammatory response doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't occur, you don't form those clots and therefore you're protecting protected from having a stroke. Uh, and of course now, just because you get a flu vaccine doesn't mean that you may not have, you're definitely protected from having a heart attack. These are large epidemiologic studies. And so these study large populations of people. So they're not meant to affect individual people, but you you can, you, you know, these, these are, and of course all of these need to be discussed with your personal physician. And of course the information that Dr. Griggs and I give here are our opinions uh, and our opinions only. Uh, but for the most part, the uh, these epidemiologic studies tend to uh, focus on large groups of populations. So, so a question. And this is a question from that that I think people might have it. So does it matter how I get the vaccine? You were talking. I didn't know there was, Doc. I didn't know there was something I could get in my nose. Do I? So I don't have to get a shot. Or and does that make a difference? Will that protect so, I mean, me there's too? A, there's a couple things. So uh, did you hear that there's a needleless um, uh, insulin injector? Yeah, I'm still kind of trying to figure that out. Yeah, I, I lo- I've looked at it a little bit. I don't. Well, how close. does it work? I'm not sure. I don't understand it. Okay. To be quite honest. All um, right. 
So I mean, we are going to be moving There's to no the needleless. Right, yeah, I don't. I don't, do I don't understand. Like, I don't understand, I don't understand either. Doesn't I don't. I don't understand. I was, and I know that there's a needleless that that needleless. Uh, uh, there is moving forward going to be some form of needleless delivery See, devices. The, what I don't understand is how do you actually get into the bloodstream unless you're putting a port of some type type in. I don't. How can you be needless unless it's it's. I don't get it. I don't understand the uh, the mechanism I, of delivery. Listen, however, whoever comes up with that will so <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that is and i don't you know and i don't understand like it 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 doesn't it doesn't really hurt like it's like it's like a it's a pinch it's like are you talking the flu shot the, the shot yeah, getting an people, getting a no, shot no, getting no, an iv no, getting no. blood drawn do you have any do you have any phobias at all do you have any phobias I phobias mean, are the, real no there are i know people that go bananas like bonk will hurt you to get out of the room if there is a needle in the room, like they, it's an, an, an and what is a phobia? But, it's but an the, irrational that, that, fear. All right, that's that is the minority of people. That's it's, it's more the, people than the, you the, think. The phobia, I'll give you a phobia. I want but, you to come with me to the barbershop, and I'm gonna say, hey, look, I'm, everybody in here has to get a shot, and let me pull out a needle and watch how either we get run over. Or, hold on, <laughs> and, 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 and can I can I uh, and the and these are guys these are guys at a barbershop. Oh yeah. Right, so yeah, I just yeah, I'm, yeah, can oh, I make yeah. a generalization? What? These yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not happening. Why? No why, needle. Why is? I don't know. <laughs> it's mm. that's it is it is such an irrational fear. Like here are my phobias. Like this the standard ones. Like get, standing over a cliff that has a thousand foot drop. That that's a phobia, right? Like I looked. Those are normal. My irrational phobia <laughs> is clowns. I will if a clown walks in here. Oh, did you not see the movie It? What did, did you I? see that's it? It. That's why. That one and Poltergeist. I I can Poltergeist. Hold, I hold it. Yeah, there was I a Poltergeist there was good. a scene where the kid sat up on the bed. He looked under the bed and there was nothing. And then we sat up. His clown wrapped his arm around his neck a bunch of times and tried to kill him. Clowns. Clown, I don't play with clowns. I don't I'm really. Not, oh Clown. man, let me tell you. Woo <laughs> woo. Oh, I don't even like talking about clowns like that. Ronald McDonald. I'm good. Look, stay away from me. I'll hold it together as long because I'm an adult. Listen, I love but doing this show at Doc Groups because I learned something new. No, sir. <laughs> so I've, you would. So we don't. We should never clown around this. <laughs> <laughs> you might get struck. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm not I'm, gonna. I promise not to be a bozo about this. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's clowning around. <laughs> Homie, don't play that. <laughs> um, so you know, so uh, the remake of the It that just came out like last year. Did you oh, see? Oh no, sir. But oh, I have friends dude, that know good. this, and I'm, they keep good. sending me on, the, on Facebook oh, my DM. Sure. Keep sending me pictures of these clowns, and I'm like, like so they had that. Uh, ooh, ooh, you'd have read about that too. You remember a while back they had these people dressing up as these scary clowns, and that was that was not. Yeah, they were like going in the woods and they well, were. But no, they had them walking up and, it, and they had a couple of videos where it ended bad for some of the clowns walking up because there were people like myself that, look, if you corner me, I'm telling you, you better, listen, you better go, go get back in your little car with the other 25 clowns <laughs> and the red note, you better leave me alone. Honk, I'm telling you, yeah, wah. <laughs> you better rip. Hey, you want to hear, hear a great story? <laughs> what you got? I'll, I'll tell you a great story. So I went I'm to med- <laughs> I went to medical school in like the early 90s, right? 92, 93. Early, early, right? early. <laughs> and uh, and there was a there was a guy who who came to speak at um, at the med school and he was talking to the first years or second years I forget what year we were in first year possibly and he was coming to talk to us about humor in in the classroom 
And looking back on it now, it's amazing that they would have allowed something like that to happen. But this this guy was a, he was a doc on the East Coast, and he just kind of was going from medical school to medical school. And his shtick was typically like putting on like a little bit of clown makeup and seeing kids, and then using humor to talk about. Uh, I'm out. Class dismissed. No, no, no. All right. So, uh, so this guy's insisted on uh, the hotel. So they w- were going to put him up in a hotel, and they refused to. He refused to uh, put him in the hotel. He's like, I want to stay with some medical students. So he stayed with us. Right. So me and my roommate, and uh, and we had we you know lived in a really dumpy crappy place we were in maine in portland maine right yeah. and we had a wood fire stove we didn't even have central heating right it was like med school right like it was, it was yeah, like it was med school, it it was was med med school, school. right and so we had to wake up in the middle of the night and put wood in to keep you know it was whatever anyway so he slept on the sofa ate black beans with us out of a can yeah, that yeah. night and whatever yeah. next day walks in uh get, puts on his little clown thing comes in with his little red nose and whatever he first thing that he does is he pulls out his tidy whities and he's like i wore these tidy whities yesterday these are unwashed tidies and he put it on his head and he gave the lecture okay after and he was great he was funny and he stayed with us and he really so you know who this guy was and i just based on his name who's the guy that robin williams played the uh the patch the, adams it was patch adams wow. before he like before Boy, he blew up <laughs> <laughs> so so give the story give, give the, so this the reason I'm not totally grossed out, creeped out, because I really, really admire what that this kid, the movie, at least what the movie. Um, I didn't see the movie, but like what but element? His real story. But his, he was the real deal, dude. I mean, he came again. This is the early '90s. Before I, I don't know if he would do it. Not even if he's still alive or not. Right, right. But like he stayed on our sofa, ate black beans out of a can, yeah, yeah, yeah. like refused well, that's to lay. Yeah. That was like it was real, and he, we had no idea who he was. You know, he was <laughs> like, like all of a sudden, like we got a, a dirty, the, smelly the, clown the, the, face. The dean, the dean called us and said, "Yeah, we're putting somebody up at your place." And we're like, "Uh, okay, it's some dude." Yeah. We're like, "Uh, okay, we just have a sofa and we don't have central heating." He's like, "Doesn't matter, we'll do it." This guy came in. He was funny. He like made us. He stirred the black beans in the pot for <laughs> us. You know, <laughs> so sat dope. up. We sat up. He <laughs> talked about his life. He was funny. He was really tell me about what you hear about his life, folks. So there was a movie oh, called uh, Patch Adams. Long, it was a, long, long, it's a long story. Out of my brain. It's a uh, story of a doctor who just took an. an Unconventional it, it, approach to it, medicine, it, and it matches what what Doc Griggs does with the Doc Griggs Foundation. It's the Pat Adams. It's 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 making sure that people are the focus of the practice of medicine, and we don't forget that. Meeting people where they are, meeting them where they are emotionally, and what I really admired was he would meet them there emotionally first. I can't remember. Was it a lady wanted? There's an older lady. She was like in hospice care or long term care, and it was a a, a a dream of hers. To be able to, I don't know, something with spaghetti or hula hoops or something. He would make these things happen and he would just, he would really bring out the humanity. This guy's life is what really the essence of being a, a doctor, doctor is, is about. about. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's treating the whole person from the inside out and then getting them to enjoy whatever form of life that they might have, whatever existence they have, to pull the best out of it and to do everything it is. Them people not having to worry about the actual treating, but the understanding and the the living of life um, is their job, and the actual adding the science to it and all that was a doctor's job, and it was a team. You really felt like he had more than compassion for his patients, and it seemed like he brought that. Now I'm here, he's stirring black beans with drawers on his head. <laughs> Sound like he's bringing out the. <laughs> 
brought, bring, bring, bring out the, 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 the real person and the essence of, of, of life in everyone. Dude, yeah, bad. it was, uh, so, you know, speaking, speaking of clowns <laughs> and clowning around. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let, let's go back to the heart. So I'll, I'll tell you. No, that, that touches the heart. No, we're still <laughs> yeah. on the heart. So uh, sobering fact, boom, hard sobering fact, did a story last Friday on Fox 8. A friend of mine, 50 years old, uh, eight weeks ago, was in the backyard covering up his pool. Uh, no history of heart disease that he, he knew of. Went to the doctor every year. Uh, putting the cover over his pool gets really, really, really short of breath. And he even made the sound. I can't couldn't catch his breath. Goes to the doctor. Basically had a 98 percent blockage in his LAD, his main the main artery that we were talking the about. The left anterior left descending, descending that supplies the main muscle of the, the, the pumping portion of the heart. Uh, ended up having to get his chest cracked open for a two-vessel cabbage, which is a, they couldn't do a angioplasty. They roto rooted and they they it they did. flipped. Yeah. Got it. All yeah, right. yeah. So fifty years old, no signs, no symptoms. The the alarming thing is in the studies, the American Heart Association studies, fifty uh, percent of the heart attacks and the heart events in men, uh, those men have never had any cardiac no symptoms prior to. Yeah, I mean that is no symptom prior there, to. So, so there was a uh, actually there was a study uh, that came out, uh, and it was probably uh, for uh, it was brought about two weeks ago that essentially said that uh, something like greater than fifty percent of people over the age of fifty mm-hmm. have a silent coronary artery disease and don't even know it. Now, what's right. what is silent coronary artery? disease? So this is exactly what Doc Riggs is talking about. Which silent coronary artery disease are people who have. Uh, plaques uh, in those are those sticky sticks that we sticky were talking about. Sticks, These plaques that, that are in sticks. right that are inside the coronary arteries, and when those little plaques break off, those are the clots that get formed um, that uh, travel down the uh, artery. And as the artery gets smaller and smaller and smaller, the clot wedges itself and gets wedged. It doesn't mm-hmm. wedge itself; it gets wedged into the coronary artery. The room gets smaller. The room smaller. gets smaller and smaller. The the clot you know remains fixed in size, and then it ends up creating a massive blockage and if it's the right artery by the right artery that means the wrong artery for right, us but the right the left um, anterior descendant yeah just, yeah usually and when that happens, there can be massive uh, infarction uh, of the blood, uh, of, of blood. In other words, there's blockage of blood to the heart. And of course, blood carries oxygen. There's no oxygen to the heart tissue and you have massive uh, muscle uh, die off. And, and so the, you know, and it's a function of, and it's something that we talk about on the show all the time is the social justice elements mm-hmm. of why are we in the situation that we're in right now? And that's largely due to the fact that, um, that I, this is, and again, this is my opinion. This is not the opinion of the, Dr. Griggs Foundation. This is my opinion, Dr. Derry. And that is that we are living in a society that uh, people are paid uh, um, wages that are are not living wages, uh, having to work more than one job at minimum wages or less than minimum wages if you're talking about the hospitality or tip uh, uh, or jobs that, that pay in tips. Uh, and so uh, having more than one job, two jobs, three jobs, and people are not able to uh, have any time of leisure. They're not able to exercise. They're living, uh, you know, uh, oftentimes 
paycheck to paycheck, and their food options are significantly limited, oftentimes to mass mass produced or uh, processed foods. And these and, and and all of those variables combined together are what lead to these high levels of coronary artery disease uh, that, that that we're seeing. And and it's and and I think that this is a huge tragedy uh, um, of of the American experience mm-hmm. uh, right now. And again, these these are my opinions and my opinions alone. They do not reflect the Dr. Griggs Foundation. If you're tuning in, this is 102.3 WHIV LPFM in New Orleans. This is the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Dr. Derry. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Dr. Derry. Let me let me share with you uh, kind of my analogy of the heart that you may be able to use in mm-hmm. your shtick as well. And I refer to the heart as a muscle, right? And of yeah. course, as, as you do. And I say that the heart is like a house. And just like the house has a plumbing system, Mm -hmm. the heart has a plumbing system. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about heart attacks, right, that's when the plumbing system goes bad. So like when your sink, uh, the water starts to back up out of your sink. When the toilet toilet overflows, everybody's upset. That's a a major emergency. Yeah, yeah, that's a a real real experience. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) Don't get pissed off there, dude, okay? (laughs) Right, right, right. right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to piss on this snake at that point. Not at that point. (laughs) Not at that point. So just like the house has, uh, a house has an electrical system, the heart has an electrical system as well. Mm -hmm. And so the electrical system, when that goes bad in the heart, that's when you start seeing things like atrial fibrillation, Mm -hmm. uh, SVT, supraventricular tachycardias. Mm -hmm. You start seeing bradycardia when your heart moves, beats very, very slowly, or tachycardia when your heart beats very, very fast. You see a fib, a flutter. These things, these are all part of the electrical system of the heart. And then lastly, just like the heart, the house has windows, um, the heart has windows in the form of valves. And so you see valvular disease mm-hmm. uh, there. And so a valve of the heart are those areas that's, that, that are in between the atrium and the ventricle. And what happens with the heart valve is just like when a win- if you're in an old house, like my house in Maine when I was living in Portland when Patch Adams stayed with us, yeah. and the windows didn't close so well, yeah. and it was a windy night, there would be a whoosh. The mm-hmm. wind would blow through our windows, and it would cause kind of like a, a like an eerie, spooky sound, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what a murmur is. A heart mm-hmm. murmur is when blood flows from the atrium into the ventricle, or from the ventricle out into either the lungs or out into the bloodstream, out of the aortic or pulmonic valve, and you get a whoosh. Type of sound, and so that I I usually am able to help people kind of discern what heart disease is by separating that out into those large, um, uh, gross, if you will, gross by meaning large kind of uh, uh, classifications or Mm -hmm. categorizations of the heart. No, I'm just thinking about it. Like so, the 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 doors. I think of the windows. Uh, or you could I, use doors. I, doors I, is I, the I, same. I think about the doors because if you think about your mom or, or your grandmother, especially, look, they'll close that door and don't let all my good air out. You know, let my air <laughs> conditioning out. Uh, you get the the leaks. The purpose of the valves is to stop for backflow. And uh, once once you leave a room, you leave a room. You cut the light off in the room. Um, it's kind of the same thing with the doors. You don't want the door swinging back and forth to let the the cold air, the good air, and the bad bad air go in. I think it's a, an amazing. Um, analogy and I, I with your permission I will use it yeah uh, thank I, you I, I, yeah I, that works really really well yeah it's, um, it, it puts it into it puts it into a nice little uh, categorization that that people are able to see that I, you can actually use that physical so the funny thing is like I don't know about yourself but people uh, I've, golly man I, last night I had to give a speech last night and they're uh, the students how, how many speeches have you given doc I was, I was over a thousand I don't know who knows um, why don't you have well, when you're like 62 how, how do you again I'm younger than you <laughs> <laughs> you want to pull out the driver's licenses? 
I'm younger than you. By by a snake. I'm young by, enough. To, by I'm, a snake hair. I am young enough to have never raced an elephant up a river or peed on by, a snake or snake's by foot. By a snake hair, dude. You haven't lived until you've taken an el- an elephant up a river when not, that was the only way that you sure. can get somewhere. Keep that in the context. Dude, I'll take you travel. I'll take you to some of these remote places. As long as there's no clowns, I'm yeah, good. And, and also, let's just be very clear that Doc Griggs is is the person in New Orleans, if not in the state of Louisiana, that says we bring medicine to the people. We so do. So I went to the people. We, we and do. No, so I've been. Listen, I've, I've I've been a couple places. I've never I've never seen a snake say, "Hey, man, watch my foot." I've never had that. You know that's a true story, right? I know it's okay, a true story. Okay. But here's the thing, though. So, folks, this is what you don't know. So, Doc was. We were talking about how you can actually be so sick. Um, that you get to this hallucinogenic state, state where you start delirious, where you start hallucinating. Yeah. I asked him last week. I'm like, Do you, "What? Are you sure the snake was really there?" I I know for a fact it was. There. Are you sure? Yeah, I know. For you a had fact. a conversation with it. What did it say? It was like, "Yo, don't <laughs> don't, don't tread on me." And I'm like, "I won't tread on you." I said, "I'm not clowning around yeah. with you." What you color snake. was the snake? It was yellow. It was a yellow snake. Bright, bright yellow. I it was dark. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if it was so you, dark so yellow, if it was bright yellow. It could have been fluorescent yellow for all I knew. It was a freaking snake, Griggs. There was a snake at my foot when I was trying to pee and I was sick with malaria. But you admitted you were hallucinating. I did not know. I no, said, what color is the snake? No, he said yellow. No, he said, I you, couldn't tell it was dark. You, so you could actually see the color of the you, snake in the dark? You, yeah. it, it wasn't like it was like dark. Like I mean, I, we were out in the middle of nowhere. Were you delirious? I don't know. I it's hard, it's hard to say. Did the elephants see the snake? Dude, the elephants were down at the river. Man, I gotta get this boy out of no, out of New Orleans. The man. elephants are down the river. There, there is, you know, there there's a whole wide world out there, Griggs. You need to go out there and experience it. Had you not prefaced that story with the fact that were we not, the context of the story was the delirium that can take place when no, you hallucinate. That, was, that the, was the context. No, the context of the story she was, was here talking no, about. No, the context of the story was this. I remember this. The context of the story was how you lose time when you're sick. That was the context of the story. Which you lose time. Dr. Akuli had a deadly disease. She had Ebola virus disease, yep. and yep. I had malaria. And I was expla- she was explaining how... Time complete you your conscious but you brain. You took time to see the snake. Oh, jeez! Can we go, dude? Have a heart, all right? Stop, oh, cl- stop nice, clowning. Nice, nice, nice. Stop, cl- oh, stop clowning there around. There it goes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Bozo. Stop clowning around here. Bozo. Um, so the and, context of how you lose time when you're sick. And, right, right. And Doc said that he had malaria. And they were just talking about how you were so sick. And the point of his story was that he was actually so sick. There was a snake that he sure was poisonous um, and he didn't care. It, it really, you just, he, he had actually finally gotten to the point where he had to go to the bathroom, which is a good sign. Right. Um, and he was outside and there was a snake beside him. Uh, yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Keep it up. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so then there's a snake beside him and he peed on the snake's foot and the snake. <laughs> Keep it up. That's a, the music. For, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for that. 
You know what, folks? This, this is what you call your friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> fictional clowns and a fictional movie about a fictional, yeah. and we're talking about a fictional snake. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back, back to hard anyone, anyone else? else ever asked you the color of the snake and you told him i don't know oh, it was dark dude i'm just asking dude just curious yeah, it was there was a full moon out that night <laughs> i'm sure there was this is what happens when you get up up early in the morning <laughs> can you stop with the clown music oh so glad i'm not on this side of the table Oh. 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 All right. Anything else with heart? laughing is good for the heart. <laughs> Keep showing me that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Incidents of heart disease goes up with every phobic t- attack. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Get Check Get Fake Get Moving oh. Show with Doc Riggs and Doctor Derry. Um. Anyway. Uh. Anything else with the heart? Flu vaccine. Flu anything? Vaccine, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. So. Both like Griggs and I are very like want 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 on on Valentine's Day, uh, but we hope that you guys celebrate and love and 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 live every day yeah, with lots of love. Story about the heart and Valentine's Day on Fox on Thursday. Are you? What are you doing? I don't know. It's got got to have a big teddy bear in it though. Something about heart love. Are you? Is it? Is it a serious thing? Are no, it's a serious thing. No, no, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Do you talk want me to send you? Disease. You want me to send you that report about fifty percent of Americans that? Yes, are, it'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. That's perfect. Yeah. Do you need, a, you need a guest host with you? Uh, <laughs> the, well, I got the bear. We'll, we'll see. Uh, fr- Friday we have don't 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 do it. Uh, you made a joke. I'm not <laughs> I, I can't hear that. My whole days when I'm be, I'm not actually be afraid looking around every corner right now. I, I'm telling you, man, the clown thing is real. You keep playing with people. I'm telling huh. you. Well, you know, every time Ooh. you make those snake jokes. Uh, but you weren't afraid of the snake. You peed on it. <laughs> I didn't pee on it, dude. The snake basically was saying to me, don't tread on don't me. Don't tread on me. <laughs> dude, if you splash, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you splash. Maybe the snake got yellow after I peed on it. <laughs> you know what? Now, the st- now I believe you. Now I absolutely believe you. Because your urine would have been concentrated because you were sick and dehydrated. I get Yes. Yes. So now, now the now, story. Now the story. Now the story. That was the missing piece. <laughs> was, now, just now just like a snake, it was a missing link. It right? was a missing link. Exactly. <laughs> this is, folks. This is bad. It's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. Dude, all right, let's it's wrap up. Worse. See, we gotta wrap up. <laughs> oh man, have a heart, clown. <laughs> oh. All right. All right um, folks, uh, seriously, get checked, get fit, get moving. Doc, what's your, uh, you want to read your... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll find some music here. Yeah. <laughs> Do this real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, preventing HIV is easy. Get prep. You can get free HIV testing at any Access Health Louisiana location. Plus, same-day primary care appointments are always available. Try not to laugh. Access has a new location downtown at New Orleans, in New Orleans uh, at the Pythian Building, where individuals can be seen for diagnosis and treatment of HIV, STIs, and PrEP. Plus, all Access Health Louisiana patients qualify for discounted medications through our pharmacy. For the location nearest you, log on to LA, accesshealthla.org. Accesshealthla.org. That's accesshealthla.org. What you got, Doc? I figure um, that uh, we might as well end uh, with a little bit of, uh, yeah. since, since it's a uh, it's yeah. Valentine's Day coming yeah. up. Yeah. What do we yeah. got here? Yeah, a little, a little. Thank mm-hmm. you.
There's a hot eight brass band. Yeah, it's a little, little, little healing. Yeah, it's a little, a little, little healing of the hot eight brass band. So we will be here uh, next week. Uh, this yeah. is 102.3 WHIV LPFM. Uh, this is the Get Check, Get Get Fit Moving Show with Doc Griggs and Doc Derry. That's Doc Griggs. Uh, I'm uh, Dr. Derry. Did the snake wash its hands? Or did you I'm going to go back to the clown. <laughs> Thank you.